now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly and travel. I mean, uh, that's what Dennis and I have been doing quite a bit uh, over the last few days. And uh, we're here to report back on our findings. We, we encountered uh, a couple new uh, elements in our commercial flying adventures. Uh, one of them, well, first off, it was with Delta. And we flew from Florida up to uh, New York City and, uh, and did some uh, palling around up there for some things. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on on the show. But I wanted to focus on the travel aspects. Uh, overall, and Dennis, you can give it a grade uh, as you see fit, but I'd give it a B plus. Uh, as far oh, as I'm going to give them at least an A minus. I mean, heck, I got a complimentary upgrade the first class from Fort Myers to LaGuardia. So, yeah, you know. I would have given them an A, but when I flew up, there was some kind of gunk on my on my tray table. When I pulled it up out of the armrest, I was actually flying first class, and there was some kind of gooey mess, and uh, I was like, what the heck is that? Okay, just avoid that area and put down the cloth. It'll be fine. I didn't freak out or nothing. I didn't even tell the flight attendant. I just I just dealt with it, but I was kind of like, that's that should have caught and caught in the cleanup. Uh, of the plane but whatever it would they would have got a gay you know it would have got an a if it weren't for that but uh but still it was uh, you know overall it was quite a uh a pretty good travel experience and they had this new thing delta digital that uh they had rolled out on check-in we you know dennis and i got this uh notice and this is some kind of new security measure that they're rolling out in atlanta or they've had it in atlanta and i guess they have it at LaGuardia now and that's where uh, Dennis and I flew back from. We didn't encounter it on the way up, but coming back, sure enough, it popped up. You want to opt in for Delta Digital, and and we had looked it up, and we kind of thought we knew what it was, but I'm not sure if we totally had it down. But but basically, they just take your security info, like if you're a TSA pre or what you're flying with Delta and all the information you've shared with Delta, they do some kind of thing with, uh, I don't know, I guess it was TSA pre and uh or or delta desk and we didn't even have to take out our id they did it with facial recognition there at the airport which did expedite the process a little bit didn't you don't you think yeah and i don't think it was actually facial uh recognition in particular um they have something new now and i don't know how many of you have seen this but this was my first experience with it is when you show up to the tsa desk they now have a camera and they take your picture and that's what the agent is looking at and so they're off, they're pulling data apparently from the back end and comparing the picture they just took of you on the screen to the one that you have on your passport photo that you had stored with Delta ah. when you checked in previously gotcha. so you don't have to go pull your ID out any, anymore mm-hmm. so now if you lost your driver's license well no problem you just show up and there you well, go well i wouldn't recommend traveling <laughs> without your ID but no it's but nice it, that you don't have to pull it out of your pocket out of your wallet you can, and then stuff it back in there to get through security you know i, I mean it, it helps a little bit for sure 
I mean, it was kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it was a facial recognition. They, like you said, they're just comparing the photo uh, from a computer screen as opposed to uh, you know from your ID, right? And and if anybody's uh, concerned about the privacy implications of it, there was numerous notices that said the photos are deleted immediately after the TSA um, you know releases you to go through the line. Right. So it's not like they're adding it to their their database for comparisons and whatnot. They're just literally just using it to take a picture to put it on the screen side by side. And who knows, maybe the software is doing something in the back end to compare just like your face ID does on your phone, mm-hmm. um, you know, to kind of line things up and make sure that it's not a makeup trying to make me look like Greg Holt or something like that. Right. Well, there's that. Yeah. I mean, Dennis can dream, but, uh, <laughs> you know, supposedly it helps you with your uh, check-in of bags too, but Dennis and I were traveling light and just had carry-ons. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, the system seemed to work. And, you know, the we were on time. Uh, he was flying up from Fort Myers. I was flying up from Orlando. We were right on time, uh, despite the weather being a little rainy and drizzly. I thought maybe that would, co- you know, create some issues, but it really didn't. Uh, not much at all. And uh, we had a great uh, experience. Hung out in the Sky Club. I mean, I mean, the other thing I would probably dock Delta on, I, I really hate... The three-hour limit they've put on for going into the Sky Club, and uh, the thing here's the thing: they they did this, they put this in the rule, I think, just in the last year or so. But they've said that if you're going to go into the Delta Sky Club, you have three hours before your fi- flight leaves. So, say if your flight's at three o'clock, you can get in the Sky Club at noon. Okay, well that's fine, but guess what? Boarding is like two fifteen, so it's really you get. You know, two hours and 15 minutes. And I'm not saying you go to the airport and spend all day in the Sky Club. But, you know, when you have a layover and, God forbid, you know, uh, you get in a little early or your flight is delayed a little bit. I had that happen a few weeks ago on another trip, and they wouldn't let me in for 30 minutes. And I was kind of like, really? I got to hang out here and mull around for 30 minutes before I'm allowed in the Sky Club? Come on! It wasn't yeah, it's like- my fault the traffic was actually good. Uh, you know, in New York, and right. we got to the airport early yeah. and I'm being punished for it. Thanks. Yeah. Now they, they did, uh, they, this did happen to Dennis and I on the return. We got back to the airport. I, I don't know. It was, it was only about 15 minutes, uh, before our three hour window. And they do exercise some discretion if they're probably not over full at the, or, you know, overfilled at the, at the time you try to do this and they let us in. Uh, I mean, and you know, I don't know if it was because they knew us. Well, you know, surely it was. Well, if they knew us, we wouldn't have gotten in. Come back in two hours. We'll talk. We'll think about. It. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's you know, it's just one of those things you got to kind of you know keep in mind and uh, be prepared uh, for a no. <laughs> we we're not going to let you in. Uh, and they were busy. The Sky Club was really busy on the way up. I actually went, got to LaGuardia, and I had to wait for Dennis for an hour and a half. And it was kind of nice. I usually don't do that where I wait for someone else uh, before, you know, before we head off to the hotel or where we're going. And uh, I decided, well, I'll just go into the Sky Club and wait for Dennis there. That worked out pretty good. But, man, it was jammed. When I got in there, boy, it was, there was a big old long line to get in the Sky Club. It was a bit ugly. Uh, but uh, I zipped right in because, well, I was flying first class. And so I got to zip to the front of the line even at the Sky Club. So that's one of the perks you pay for it, for sure. Unless you get it on points, you know, kind of work the system. 
but uh but that does give you some kind of priority to get access to some of that stuff but uh but yeah overall i mean it was pretty good and much better than what i was uh, expecting how about you dennis uh, I was very impressed. I mean, one, LaGuardia has always had kind of a reputation of being a bit of a pit. Right. Uh, but Delta has really thrown a lot of money, and it's obvious. I mean, from the Sky Club and the concourse that I left out of um, was one of the ones that they've recently overhauled, and it really showed. They've really yeah. cleaned up the airport. It's quite quite nice in there now. It is indeed. So, uh, overall, great uh, experience. Got to give them props. I would still prefer to fly General Aviation. If uh, if I could, and Dennis and I were both talking about the fact that man, we got to do that Hudson River flight through the city of New York. I mean, that would just be the ultimate, uh, you know, single engine uh, tour. You know, either or a helicopter. I'd prefer a plane actually, but because that's the route you go down the Hudson River. You know, right over the Statue of Liberty. You got a great the view. Great view would be a, an amazing experience. Now that was. Actually, that was Dennis's first time to New York City, so you give the city a thumbs up too, right? What'd you? I do. I really enjoyed uh, what we saw down at Times Square and all that. But uh, yeah, it's a good thing we flew commercial because we wouldn't have gotten in there private. Uh, yeah, the, the weather was just uh, not, was not exactly. Good. Yeah, not typically good. you can fly in, you know, on a flight like this, and you you see the Statue of Liberty, but it was overcast and rainy, and that didn't work out. Why were we in New York? Well, we uh, tried to get in. Uh, to see SNL Saturday Night Live. Did we make it? We'll tell you next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. There's never been a spirit airline crash. And I have a theory. I think it's because all their pilots are on probation. They have to complete 500 hours of safe flight before they go back to Delta and drink again. Mr. Airline agent, won't you understand? I'm a frequent traveler and a patient man. But I've been mistreated just a time or two. I stood about all I'm gonna stand from you. I got my ticket in my hand just like everybody else. I paid my money in advance so I could use a little help. You're making such a fuss, you're holding up the line. Just get me on the plane, everything will be fine. I gotta go. You gotta get me to the show. Quick, giving me the stare. Just get me in the air. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and flying on Delta this past week uh, with the uh, goal of uh, doing a little sightseeing and some business. Uh, and uh, as a little side project, we uh, had the opportunity to get in the standby line for SNL Saturday Night Live. You know, now uh, here's the deal. They have two shows every saturday when saturday night live is going and so they have a dress rehearsal say around eight o'clock p.m you can line up as early i think it's like five and then uh you know the the real show uh is, is at eleven thirty, and uh, they do have standby lines sometimes if you go to the mbc store in rock center there and uh so we happen to be touring around and and came in there and i forgot it was going on and I, I said, well, Dennis, look, we could get in line for this. What the heck? What do you say? You want to do it? And sure enough, we got in line, and we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And we waited some more. Yeah. And uh, literally two and a half hours later, we, you know, they started bringing people in, and we got within three people. Like two people ahead of us, they cut the line off, and we're like, son of a... You know, it kind of sucked, to be honest. And then we're like, well, okay, what do we do now? Because they came out and said, sorry, no more people can get in. Uh, thanks for nothing. Get out of here. Uh, if you want to come back for the live show, uh, we'll start uh, taking people in the line in uh, about a half an hour or 45 minutes. And we're like, uh, yeah, let's just get out of here. I mean, after standing for two and a half hours, you're kind of like, okay, you're done. But sure enough, we went and got a piece of New York pizza. And started talking. Ray's famous. Come yes, on. That yeah. wasn't just New York pizza. Well, it's New York pizza. I know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, so we're, we're sitting there eating our pizza. And we're like, gosh, you know, we've done this. You know, if we if we don't get back in line and try this again, uh, we're going to be kicking ourselves. Because, you know, you going to New York City, getting a ticket to SNL, Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's it's a thing. If you can pull it off, it's very difficult to get tickets uh you know in advance they they release them like in august every year and sell out instantly it's very very difficult and then to get in the standby list it's a whole nother you know hoop that you got to jump through and and all this kind of stuff it can be done look it up online it's there's ways to get them but it, it is uh difficult so we're like all right let's go on back and sure enough we get in line again and we're pretty much about in the same spot <laughs> I say we were like the tenth person. Was that what we figured in line yeah, for both right about time? that? Yeah, and uh, we're like, well, we didn't get in the first time. We're in the same place, but maybe they'll let in more people this time. I don't know what I was thinking. 
uh, probably slightly delirious after standing for two and a half hours. They want, you can't sit down. You got to sit there and be uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, you try to pass the time as best you can with your fellow, uh, uh, folks in line and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we made the best of it, but, uh, it was a bad decision because this time we were four away. <laughs> so, you know, we, and in total, we waited, I don't know what, about five hours standing in line at the NBC store trying to get into SNL, Dennis. It wasn't yeah, something uh, close to that. It was like, well, all right, well, what else would we have done? I mean, we, at least we saved a bunch of money. I uh, had we fun buying stuff from street vendors, you know, <laughs> right. Or, yeah. You can look at, uh, you know, the bright side. Yeah. That we could have blew it on overpriced drinks and food and Times Square and that kind of thing. So, I mean, it kept us uh, off the streets at night to a certain extent. And, uh, you know, we made the best of it. And and before we even got in line, you know, we got Dennis out to a Broadway show, saw the uh, new musical Back to the Future. Which uh, I'd give that two thumbs up, wouldn't you, Dennis? That was fun. Wasn't it? I, I enjoyed it. It was really yeah. fun. You yeah. know, nice, nice spin on on the, what you know the story we all know. Yeah, but uh, you know, the, through this cast seemed to have a great time up there. Everybody was uh, was very talented. It right. Was very fun to watch. Yeah, and that was like Dennis's first time in New York City, so we had to go see a show. That's what you do. Yeah, you know, if you can get into SNL, that's something you do. Uh, you, you walk around Times Square, look at all the lights and and all the crazy people uh, mugging for photos and things like. It's what you do when you go to the Big Apple, and uh, so I gave him a little bit of that. And uh, yeah, Back to the Future was it was good. I've seen a ton. I I, really, I do that every time I go to New York City. I've seen a bunch of shows, and I'd, I'd rank that right up there. That was a very good uh, show, very entertaining, special effects. Uh, especially for a Broadway show, were quite impressive. So uh, once again, that was the uh, brand new musical. It's only been going for a few months up there in New York, but uh, back to the future, the musical. Check it out. All right. So, uh, you know, it was a great time regardless. And uh, we got our uh, standing uh, ring from our Apple Watches uh like quadrupled because of all that well, waiting in line. Well, in our steps, we definitely got in too. I think... Yeah. Uh, just on Saturday alone, we put in what almost seven miles of walking around. Yes, yeah, fourteen thousand well, steps. It's what you do. I mean, once you know, again, you know, the standing part was kind of a pain, but hey, we like I said, you got to you got to look at that stuff with a grain of salt, and you make the best of it, and and kind of have to roll with it sometimes. Otherwise, you'll regret. Oh, we could have made it if we you know, didn't if we try. Didn't we would have regretted. Exactly. It, you know? Exactly. So, you know, it's, uh, you kind of take all that into the experience and, uh, and you got to just make the best of it. You know, you plan to make your travel as, uh, feasible as possible. Delta did a good job and we had planned out things pretty well. Everything was on time. So there was a lot to, uh, be thankful for as opposed to, you know, well, we didn't quite, didn't quite work out as good as we hoped it would, but we still had a, an amazing time. Now, uh, hey, and you know what? Travel yeah. wasn't bad. I mean, you were concerned about traffic and driving in big in the oh, big that's Apple. True, you right. have never done it, and so what did you do? Hey, Dennis, do you want to rent a car? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Dennis to do it. He doesn't care. <laughs> I was like, I had no interest in wanting to drive the streets of New York and uh, and Jersey, which is what we had to do. We flew into Laguardia. And, and how bad was it? We timed it perfect. We got outside of the rush hour times and uh, got to our location uh painlessly uh and, and you know just followed the maps and and got out to where we needed to go in jersey edison we're going out to an event out in edison new jersey 
And then we had to get back up into the city, drop off the rental car, and then get into our hotel by Times Square. And was we, we zipped right back in uh, on a Saturday uh, afternoon and, and got in, and it was fine. So that was great. I'll do that and again in a heartbeat. Will I drive? No. Dennis will, though. <laughs> so Hey, but Greg, I'll let you gas the car up in New Jersey next time. That's right, because they don't let you gas it up yourself. All you got to do is tell the guy to do it for you. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's the law. Like, oh, I'm, I'm down with that. Reader's Digest put out an article on uh, nine hidden airplane features you had no idea existed. We're going to talk about it next. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Of all the hiring for all the new pilots that are coming up this year, all the hiring for the new pilots, the main focus is going to be diversity. What? (laughs) Diversity? Not the best pilots you can find? I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of flying all the time with these white pilots landing safely and on time. (laughs) Boring! When people are taking a trip on a plane, they need someone there at the wheel. A pilot has the training and the skills to fly, so that everyone is safe when they go up in the sky. The pilot makes sure that the plane's on its course to New York or Chicago or Spain. When your job keeps you soaring, it never gets boring. The trusty pilot flies the plane. Yes, the trusty pilot flies the plane. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. Okay, so uh, you can't pump your own gas in Jersey. Can you pump your own uh, jet fuel at the FBO? Dennis, what did you find it out? It looks like you can because oh. everything I'm seeing on like Skyvector or HunterLoled.com, they're advertising self-service and full-service pricing at the FBOs. And some of these are, you know, small, unattended FBOs. And the only right. thing they have is self-service. Yeah. So apparently they don't trust drivers to fill their own cars. But pilots, we're smarter. We yeah. can handle it. Yeah, I, I tried to do the gas uh since dennis was driving in uh new jersey and i got out the car and kind of guy came over and goes hey, hey hey, what are you doing i'm like oh i'm just feeling no 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 no. this this is in florida <laughs> it's like this is jersey get out of the way i'm like oh and then dennis said no you can't do that i'm like what so uh 
I was fine with that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, they figure that the pilots are, are well versed enough to do their own, uh, jet fueling, I guess. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. If it continues, I kind of liked it. it. It felt like old school, like back in the old days where we actually had full service gas stations. I was like, man, that would be a great comeback. And then Dennis assured me like, that'll never happen. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I don't even know why they still do it in Jersey. Do we, is that, what is the purpose to give people jobs or do we that's even know my why? guess is that there's probably a gas station workers union or something out yeah. there that's, uh, that's lobbying to keep it that way. Maybe I mean, Oregon was that way up until I think just this last year. And they finally passed the law allowing self-service fuel in Oregon. So, yeah. well, uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, just something to think about if you're ever, uh, traveling in the Jersey area, they'll fill your Fill your tank for you still. All right, so there's a story I came across. This really isn't a new story, but it popped up on my uh, Facebook feed. It was uh, initially, I guess, uh, printed in Reader's Digest of all places, but it nine hidden airplane features you had no idea existed. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty well-versed, you know, commercial airline travel. We talked more about this on Just Plane Radio than I would have ever thought just because you know, we have to sometimes. We can't fly GA everywhere. And I was like, all right, let's find out if I'm actually going to learn something. And sure enough, in this article, I did. I don't know if you did, Dennis. But uh, the first one they brought up is the uh, aisle seat, which I'm an aisle seat guy. Are you an aisle seat guy or a Windows guy? I'm a window guy because yep. uh, my iPad picks up the GPS for ForeFlight from the window perfectly. Ah, and you want to be able to do that. See, I like uh, having access to the aisle. I mean, I, I do miss Well, you're older than me. You might need to use the lavatory. Yeah, right, right. Okay, make your jokes now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm here all day. Yeah, right. Don't forget to tip the waitress. Uh-huh. I'll help myself to the hot and cold salad bar, too. But, uh, but you know, I, I'm more of an aisle guy because I just like having access to the bin. You know, then I don't have to have everything with me there in the seat. If you're in the window... And you got extra stuff. You got to bring it with you every time. You know what I mean? Or you have your backpack, and and if you it don't have a lot of under floors, the seat. Well, yeah, if you just have a little bag or something. But then now it's taken away from your feet room and your stretch out room. So you know, I'm a taller guy than Dennis, and I, I do like having you know being able to stretch out a little bit with my feet under the seat in front of me and that kind of thing. So that kind of Makes uh, aisle seat a little bit more attractive uh, to me, even though I do, I like the window. I I would much prefer to be able to see out, but I don't know. I'd say I lean more towards an aisle. Now, after this, I think it definitely, aisle's going to win out every time. And I, I never knew this, but I should have. I You know, the, the armrest on the aisle, if you reach under it, there is a button that you can pop it up. And I just never knew that was a thing. I, I always looked at it. Like sometimes I've been able to do that on the on the one next to me, like to the left. You know what I mean? Yeah, the like middle armrest goes up without, doesn't have a lock. Yeah, but the uh, armrest on the aisle does. But the, and, I've, and I've tried to do that. Oh, heck, this one locked. I can't do it. But there's a button uh, evidently under the armrest or something that you could feel yep, around it's for. near the rear hinge. It's near the rear hinge, and if you pop that, then you could pop that up, and, and that would give why you the a little bit more room. Safety, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why the flight attendant safety message says, 
that your seat backs and aisle armrests must be uh, in their yeah. lowered and locked position before right. landing. And I always thought that applied to the middle, but it doesn't. It, it may apply to the aisle. So you knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give you that one. All right. So, you know, but if you pop that up, you'll give, uh, give you a little bit of uh, extra room. Uh, you but, know, warning. But what? Your butt is hanging off the edge of the seat into the aisle, and they come by with the cart. Uh, you know, you might, uh, it might not be quite as comfortable for you. Well, it, it does give you a little buffer, you know, yeah. where the cart will bang into the armrest before it bangs into you. So you can look at it, look at it that way, I guess. Yeah. But I, I kind of like having that flexibility. That's something I'll keep in mind. All right. So, uh, you have that one. Let's see. What was else was in this article that kind of caught The hidden eye? handrail. The hidden handrail. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Man. Now you're talking about for old people. Uh, see, I would well, never you know, on the subway. You know, you, uh, you there's the handrail, the metal bar running down. That you can I hang would on never to touch it in a million years. Right, but <laughs> what do you do in an airplane? You're walking along. You got yeah. turbulence. You get bounced around. Well, the flight attendants need something to grab onto. Pat, right. you know, people walking to the restroom or whatever need something. There is actually a built-in. There's a little hand recesses underneath the, by the latches for the um, for the overheads that mm-hmm. you can actually get your fingers around and give you a handhold. So, yeah. So People if you probably need, didn't realize that that was there. Yeah, the hidden handrail along the bottom of the uh, of the bins there. So yeah, I've seen them doing that, but uh, I don't like touching stuff. I mean, I'm a I'm kind of a germaphobe in that that sense. Well, I guess they give I would you the little packets of Purell when you well, come yeah. in. So just well, yeah, clean and yourself. I'm, well, and it's good to know if like you happen to be up and there was some turbulence. That's good to know. I didn't know it was there, and now I know. And I've seen, you know, I've seen the uh, flight attendants, you know, taking their hand along that as opposed to, you know, bopping everybody on the head, which some people do, <laughs> you know, you know, so you get those passengers that are walking to the restroom and they're putting one hand on, on this seat and then the next seat and they're like, dum, dum, you know, waking bonk, up, bonk, bonk, bonk. It's, waking up it's like all like the aisle seaters <laughs> like me they're playing whack-a-mole walking down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, put your hand up on the hidden rail there, you idiot. So now, now you know, and maybe that'll be a good time to pass along that little tidbit to your fellow passengers if you find yourself uh, in that scenario. All right, here's uh, one, hooks on the wings and the triangle above the window. What does that mean, Dennis? Well, if you've ever had the aisles or the window seat there and you looked out, sometimes you'll notice that there's a little, uh, little metal uh, pad out on the wing painted yellow with a hole in the center of it. Mm-hmm. It's not for maintenance to lift the airplane up and do the landing gear swings. It's there for the emergency exit slides. They have uh, like a rope that they can attach to the door when when they deploy the slide. The other end of that rope can be anchored to that point out there to give you a handhold to help get you to safely off the airplane in the event of an emergency. Uh-huh. That's why it's point painted yellow. Okay, and the triangle above the window? What, what that that's mean? marking where the wings are in the cabin. So as you're walking along, like the flight attendant needs to immediately get near where the uh, the windows would be overlooking the wings so that they could check to see if the slats and flaps are deployed or just, hey, we need to get to the window exits. It's a quick reference. There's a little black dot there pointing out the start and end of the wing. There you go. And you thought it was uh, some kind of code for Squid Game. Well, there you go. Be a little smarter. Thanks to us. You're welcome. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What are you doing in first class? So, the pilot was from Pakistan. I said, hey, I know a guy from Pakistan. I work with him. And then he said, hey, why don't you come to the front and sit in the big chairs? But, 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 but that's me. I'm the guy from Pakistan. I told him that, and then he, and then he put me here. Okay, but I... The guy from Pakistan. Right. I'm back in economy. Sir, you're going to need to take your seat. And Captain Bashir wanted you to have these samosas his mother made. Oh, no thank you. At the airport terminal, the planes are landing. And the sky's so high and the ground's so low. And I think I'm dying, but I'm just being born. At the airport terminal, the planes are landing. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me. Law Captain Dennis. We spent a lot of time in the Delta Sky Club, by the way, last week, both Dennis and I. And I will say uh, I like the whole experience. I don't get the music they play in the Sky Clubs, Dennis. Did you find yourself listening to that at all? Are noticing not really i, I just, put uh, in the ear pods at one point and was listening to a, a book on tape kind yeah. of a thing well maybe they, that's what they're encouraging because it dri- it'll drive you crazy if you really tune into it because it's just like a, a endless loop of elevator music no it's not elevator music it's more modern it just but it's the same kind of uh rhythm over and over and over again very monotonous and uh that's to keep you from spending more than three hours in there yeah maybe that's why maybe that's uh, it's subliminal that's right there's probably some backward masking uh in there get out of our sky club i bet if you played it backwards that's what you would hear <laughs> just uh i don't know uh, you know you pick up on those weird things when you spend maybe more time than you should in one of those facilities all right we got uh some big news uh did they find amelia Earhart's uh plane finally we're going to get into that in just a bit but first we do have to uh at least mention the uh jet blue and spirit merger definitely off the table what does that mean uh specifically for spirit because man the press releases <laughs> were like rapid fire this week Oh, they're going under. Oh, no, we're in great shape. Oh, they're, they're, it's going to be the beginning of the end. Oh, no, they're fine. They got plenty of planes and everything's good. I don't know who to believe, and I guess time will tell. What do you think, Dennis? Now look at the stock price and make your own jet guesses. But uh, yeah. uh, the, the stock ticker is in the toilet right now. Right. What, does that mean it's a good time to buy? I don't know. I'm not Dave Ramsey. Yeah. But, uh, yeah you, know, you know, you can almost get a, you know the stock for the same price of what it costs a ticket. <laughs> What twelve oh, fifty? Probably less than that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'll never understand how they get them so low like that. It is uh, ridiculous. And and look, I wish them all the best. I mean, they they have their their niche. I I won't fly them anymore. I'm just not a fan. I had too many bad experiences, and I, I it's one of those things though. I I mean, I don't knock them from the standpoint of I think you get what you pay for. If you can be really flexible, you can get a great deal. And get to where you need to go, but you know it might get delayed. You might have some issues or something. But if you can deal with but that to be flexibility, fair, yeah, you're taking your chances with the big guys. Well, you well. are. Yeah, there's thing. no no doubt about it. The only reason I, I like going with the bigger guys is that I feel I have more options when things do go south. They might be able to channel you around with different aircraft or routes and things to get you where you need to go. 
Uh, and that was the argument for the merger in the first place. I mean, uh, JetBlue is a great airline. They've got great customer service and all this. And yeah, they're yeah, just a step above. Know, they're a step <laughs> above. But yeah. the problem is that they're very much East Coast um, based. Right. And they're trying to expand their footprint. And they can't, you know, there's just a limited amount of gates available in mm-hmm. California, Arizona, Nevada. So it was going to be easier for them to acquire spirit and now suddenly be able to have access to all of that and merge them together. But the judges looked at it and went, Hey, but you're taking out that $40 ticket. Right. Well, you know, we talked about it last week. Uh, JetBlue is one of the airlines that has more uh, leg room right up there next to Delta and the big boys where spirit is, you know, a few inches less. Uh, So what would have happened if they merged? Would they go to all more legroom or all less legroom i'm guessing they would have spirit would have disappeared and been absorbed into JetBlue. and you they think would it, have, they would have added uh made all the spirit uh aircraft with the more legroom like JetBlue. yes that was their plan because well. spirit as an airline would cease to exist after the merger it would they would be all come under the uh jet brand mm. well maybe that was a missed opportunity because i think uh, <laughs> that is one of the big benefits of JetBlue. Yeah, and, but then somebody else will come in we'll get a ryanair or somebody yeah. starting up a new new low-cost option because clearly there'd be a vacuum there but it's right. going to take a few years and in the meantime the uh, the consumers are paying for it well we were talking we were talking to uh, someone we met in the sky club and they were talking about flying wow and i'm like wow who the heck is wow oh they were that low cost low cost carrier that lasted for like a year and disappeared like okay yeah you know so i don't know it's it's what it's it is what it is as far as uh you know what they offer i mean i don't i don't want to see anyone go out of business i want to see you know find your niche hopefully you can make it work and, uh, you know, I support all of them, but I'm going to spend my money where I think it's best for me. Simple as that. And like I said, they, they all have their, their, um, use. And, uh, if you can go, if you, once again, if you can go very flexible, I think Spirit Frontier and, you know, JetBlue is a little better for sure. Uh, I, I put them a little above those two, but, but that's just how I feel about it personally. That's just my opinion, right? Hey, and and totally if Spirit wrong. wants to prove us wrong. Go ahead, send me a complimentary ticket and show me how you you know how much it can how good it can be compared to Delta. I'm yeah. more than happy to give it a try. Well, yeah, you go, you go, girl, because <laughs> uh, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not interested. I just. Uh, I wish them all the best, but I just. I, I value my time too much. I gave them a few chances years ago, and they they kind of burned a bridge with me, in that sense. So I, it's just how I feel about it. And everybody has their own little personal biases and things like that. And and once again, I don't knock anybody who works there, and they do fine, you know, for ninety nine percent of the people they serve. I don't uh, doubt that one bit. Uh, but but I, I you know it just when you I guess maybe it's a uh, you get older and and less flexible. You think, Dennis? Is that how it works? <laughs> I, I think the term is jaded. Oh, okay, maybe that's it. But it is what it is. All right. So, uh, Amelia Earhart, did they finally find her aircraft? That's what uh, some salvers or treasure hunter type guys claim. And uh, I don't know. They're they're uh, they're they're pretty uh, seem, seem pretty sure of themselves on this announcement, even though they're not saying a hundred percent because they got to go down there and actually you know go view it with cameras. But they found some sonar wreckage. Uh, blips on some surveying they were doing with some underwater robot type of thing that they think they uh, 
They think they have it because all the puzzle pieces, you know, fit. And they think it could be her aircraft. What do you, what, what say you, Dennis? What do you think? You believe them this well, time? It, they didn't uh, spare any expenses. They've been searching 5,200 square miles in and around the, that uh, Howland Island, where the, which is where they kind of think that she might have wound up. Yeah. And, you know, the, the it's kind of a grainy picture looking at it. But, I mean, it is side scan sonar. But it does have a lot of the look of that Lockheed Electra. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's hope. I mean, it'd be nice to put that to a rest. But maybe they can expand their search area and find that Malaysian 777 that's been missing for a while. Well, there's that. Right. But uh, so that'll be the next mystery to solve, right? Well, I mean, I just wonder if this will even solve it. If they, if they find out it indeed is her aircraft, will, will this mean, though, will they be able to say, well, she was in it? Or did she survive the craft, get to the island? Because that's what they, they've said. They found some stuff on the island, too, right? That could have been hers. Well, it could have, but, you know, depending on where, how deep this thing is, how far away it is from the island, was it even possible that they could have made it to shore? Well, true. Um, or was it just debris that washed up, um, you know, as it was sinking? Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Well, hopefully I mean, I guess the clue will be if the robot, get, you know, they get a, get an SUV or, or a, uh, what is it, underwater URV, whatever thing, yeah. get it down 14,000 feet and go take a look. And if they find uh, bones, well, then well, we know what happened. We, we know what happens. But, you know, this has happened before. I mean, finding uh, Amelia Earhart's uh, aircraft is kind of like finding UFOs. So maybe we'll find both in the coming months. We'll just have to wait and see with the rest of the world. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com.